doing it. We're in. So we got copyrighted for the um, the men in the woods thing. Yeah, we got copyrighted for the guys being dudes. I don't know why they're so protective of these fucking shitty reality shows. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, we also got claimed for fucking uh, Taylor Swift. Or not Taylor Swift. What else did we have in there? No, I don't think there was any Taylor Swift this time. No, but there was, um... Oh, we, The Killers. Oh. Uh, what was, what's that other shitty band? Five Seconds it's of Summer. past seasons. Oops, People, that's your voice. Hold on. That's not what you uh, want to hear. Nope. Um, uh, basically, all the bands on. that were in that one TikTok. Yep. Should have seen that comment. Yeah, let me see. Where is it gone now? Because I... Hold on. Fallout Boy? Details... Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh. Um, Unsealed Alien Files. What is that? Oh, is that one of the other shows? I guess so. I don't know how it could have detected that because it was playing at a bizarre frame rate and also the, the like, audio was mismatched. Um, uh, I Knew You Were Trouble, Taylor's version. They even got that, the version, uh, in I there. don't even remember having that in the show. Um... Uh, oh no! It was from uh, the sex doll, the uh, our friend with the um, his friend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we were trying to figure out how I got that video like in my for you page, and it turns out he's a big Swifty. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 He was a forty-year-old Swifty. Yeah. Um, and then we got the five seconds of summer, and then I played Mr. Brightside to make a point. I forget what the point was, but I made it. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you made it, but nobody can hear it. Uh, no, they can. That's 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 what I'm saying. Is that like. I could play all of that copyrighted music, it gets identified, and the video could still go up. But I play a couple minutes of fucking uh, uh, a reality show that isn't on television anymore, and they nuke the video. Yeah, I figured you would be in the clear because that stuff is all, like, on that free platform. I was playing YouTube videos. Oh, like, oh wasn't that wasn't even, even on the Plex thing. That was on YouTube. Yeah, I was playing clips from their YouTube channel. Yeah. And they claimed it for to that. To be fair, it they was a it. long clip. Yeah, okay, but we were, like, pausing it. It Technically, it's fair use. If I wanted to, like, fight it, I could because we were providing commentary over it. Yeah. Like, we were providing critical commentary of it. Mm-hmm. Like, we weren't just reproducing it. Um, but it's just not worth it. No, <laughs> it's not just not worth it. So, um, yeah, but there's the full, uh, unedited version <laughs> up on the website now. And boy, is that going to cut into the, uh, the bandwidth, but, um, you know, uh, what are you going to do? So that's how uh, you're getting around it. Instead of having it on like YouTube, you're putting the, the full version on your website. Yes. Yes, that's what I'm going to try for now. Um, We'll see if it's worth it because, yeah, it really cuts into my allotted space on the website. Uh, Video is so much bigger than audio files, let me tell you. It's okay, Uh, you have to preserve the art as it's meant to be mm -hmm. viewed. Yeah, I had to show people the the top shot, you know? That's what it was. Uh, I was trying to remember the name. Yeah. It sounds like, isn't there like a golf course... I think it's like a, I think it's a golf video game actually. Now that, oh, right. Top shot golf. Sounds right. Top shot golf. Uh, I guess it's a, I guess, no, I guess it's a place. I guess it's a golf place. Yeah. They're like a chain. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like, I think it's like a driving range mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, anyway, this is the dead road show. It's Bill and Ian. <laughs> We're hanging out and trying not to get too annoyed at, uh, copyright infringement. Um, I want to get started with a follow up to, uh, last week. So... Let me do something. Cut.
com- completely indecipherable. Um, Didn't get a single word of that. Really? No. Nothing? I was trying to enunciate. Yeah, it, it somehow got even lower than last week. Really? It sounds like it on my end. Should I do another take? Um, I mean, not really. Okay. <laughs> you don't think it's worth it? Damn. Um, yeah, so, uh, I, I've begun my, um, experiments. Uh, I, I did get confirmation. I can't talk about it. There's no NDA. Um, Are you a pro gamer in fact, now? Um, maybe, maybe. Um, I, today was actually my first, like, training session. Oh, man. Um, and so I had to do, uh, some of the trials for, to provide a baseline. Um, and... Boy, is this weird. Uh, so I have to put on uh, the the they mailed me uh, some 3D glasses. Um, when you say that, I'm think I'm picturing like the movie theater 3D glasses. You you are uh, not wrong. Okay. Um, but these are like the old school style where like it's the red blue. Oh, hell yeah. Um, but these are like, I guess, nicer than those like paper ones you used to get like back whenever red blue was the thing. So like these are like plastic you know, mm-hmm. um, and I look like Mike TV from uh, Willy Wonka, you know, no idea. But sure. um, cause, OK, all right. Don't make me don't make me feel old. I'm, um, this, I'm slightly older than you. <laughs> I know. But if you don't get my references, God. All right. Anyway, the kid that watches too much TV and he wears the white suit and he got to put on the goggles and he shrinks them but, to go inside you can, the TV. You describe it all you want. I've never seen it. You've never seen Willy Wonka. There's something wrong with that, for starters. Not really. What do you mean, not really? Gene Wilder? Okay. I mean, All I've right. probably, like, I've. it's probably been on, you know, at some point, and I've been in a room uh-huh. while it's on, but we're talking, like... You watch all the. You watch all these fucking movies, you're watching French-ass cinema and all this hoity-toity shit, yeah. and you haven't seen Willy Wonka? I just never thought that was part of, like, the essential uh, canon, you know? It is. Okay, it is. <laughs> Just so you can be a part of the, you know, what's it called? The cultural conversation. I don't hear anybody making Willy Wonka references outside of yourself. Okay, fine. Then you could be a part of this conversation. I I don't really want to be a part of this conversation. (laughs) Anyway, I got to wear these. I got to wear these 3D glasses, right? Was Willy Wonka in 3D? No. Okay. So that'd be pretty cool if it was because then we have like a connection there. You know, I already made the connection. (laughs) Okay. God. Anyway, I, I got to wear these glasses. for 3D, right? Like 3D wasn't invented until... But like Jaws? Probably. I've never seen that either. I have, I, except that one seen, time... What, the original? Right, the original. Except that one time where I think it was playing on a small television at a concert venue that we went to. That sounds about right. Yeah. I can't say I followed much of it. Um, yeah. I would say Willy Wonka is more important than Jaws. Really? That, that sounds like a... a hot, yeah, that does sound like a hot take. Yeah. I feel like Jaws is much more um, widely referenced. I think there's more to the text of Willy Wonka than there is to Jaws. Okay. So, anyway. There's like, I'm what, there's like child abuse, right, mm. in Willy Wonka? Isn't that what it's about? Um, is it, Kids get murdered. Okay. I consider that abuse of, of a sort. Sure. Golden tickets. I mean, the, the Oompa Loompas? Sure. You know about the Oompa Loompas? I've heard of them. Okay. I know enough where I could pretend that I've seen Willy Wonka. So you couldn't even do it for my benefit? No, I just didn't feel like it today. Damn it. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so I'm in these fucking 3D glasses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so what I have to do is I got to open up this program and uh, I got to track these uh, balls that are bouncing around in 3D. 
And so four of them are highlighted at the start and then they're unhighlighted. And then I have to follow them around. And then after like eight seconds or whatever, I then have to click on the four. So it's like a memory thing also, but it's also like tracking them. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm just trying to understand like why the 3D glasses. Um, Because the balls are showing up in like, what is it? Anaglyphic 3D? Yeah, but unless you're talking VR, like all the video games are in 2D. So I don't see how this like applies to the greater like. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it's easier to render. Okay. I don't know. Um, But that's the thing. I, and so like you have to do like a set of like 20 of those. Uh, and then today I had to do four of those sets of 20. Getting the reps um, in. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, And oh, and so like um, if you get uh, if you pass one of them. So like if you get all four balls, uh, it speeds up. Mm-hmm. And so if you keep doing better, it speeds up. Like the speed keeps increasing. The worse you do, the the speed slows down. So it's like trying to match your own difficulty. Dynamic difficulty. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of it. Um, the other thing is that I have to wear a knockoff Fitbit. It's like a Chinese ass Fitbit. They sent that to too? monitor. They what? sent that to you as well? Yeah. Um, and I get to keep that, they said, oh, after the whole thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I, but uh, So I thought that'd be like the easy part, to be honest with you. Like just wearing that 24-7. So, you know, I don't have to worry about mm-hmm. it. Um, but I quickly realized I actually don't like wearing one of these all the time. <laughs> Especially to sleep. I don't like wearing it to sleep. Are they meant to be like, do people wear Fitbits around the clock or is it only when they're exercising? I think people like, well, yeah, like if they want their notifications or whatever and to track their daily, like all their steps and shit. Is this like a smartwatch that like you've implements with like your phone and stuff? Yeah, because that's how I get the data off of it. This is a very like involved thing you're doing here. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, And then the other thing is that I got to track all my meals, but I have to do that manually. Uh, and that's through a different website. They got to put that shit in. Hmm. Um, and then there's also the daily tasks, which is I have to do that before I do the 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 ball trials with the 3D glasses. I got to say like how I'm feeling and how excited I am for the, the, the for the trial <laughs> and how I slept the night previously. Um, and, uh, also what color my piss was. Right. Yeah. You mentioned piss. that last week. That sort of set off yeah. an alarm for me about this whole ordeal. Yeah. And so then th- they don't really talk about that and it's not part of the nutrition thing. Um, but then whenever you're doing your daily thing, which is like, so this is the first day I did it. And so like, there was no piss and I was like, oh, maybe they, you know, they kind of axed the piss thing, you know, they realized that wasn't really useful or whatever, but it's like, nope, nope. Daily piss. Got to tell us about the daily piss. Mm -hmm. And so you got to pick a, got to pick your piss color. Um, they kind of give you like a Pantone, uh, lineup of what shade of yellow your piss was. Oh, it's like you're walking into Home Depot and picking out off the, the wall of uh, basically, yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. And so I, I got to match my piss color. Um, so there's that. I, that, I guess that's that's a, a critical moment because uh, there's like a bonus. If I <laughs> if I fill out the daily sheets, the daily sheets are apparently really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like a big bonus to make sure that I do those. Do you have to identify the piss color while wearing 3D glasses? No, no. Uh, in fact, I like if I look at anything other than the balls with the 3D glasses, it like hurts because shit is not supposed to be rendered that way. Yeah. With the blue and the red. I was, so like yeah. I have to like do, I have to like do like the old lady thing where like I put it on the tip of my nose and then like angle my head down to like peer over the glasses. 
you know? Yeah, I was going to say, like, just so I can, like, look. 3D glasses are unpleasant, especially the very, like, the, you know, the, the bare minimum, like, cheap kinds. Yeah. So, and also, you're somebody who is, like, prone to headaches in general, right? Yes. So. Yes, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, the trial thing itself is, like, not anything it just it take it took a little longer than i thought it would because i had to do like four sets of them um but maybe that's just like the baseline thing you know mm -hmm. so they wanted like a bigger sample um but i guess i'll see tomorrow uh and so like i had to schedule uh so i have to do this for eight days um and uh so today was the first day of eight and i have to do it at a similar time each day so i had to schedule eight sessions uh so I will, I will, 11.30 tomorrow, <laughs> I will be back doing it again. How, um, how excited were you for the experiment today? Uh, not really, because I actually didn't sleep very well last night. So did you put that down? So, I did, I did. I'm trying to, I'm not trying to, like, fuck up their whole shit, you know, I'm trying to give them, you know, honest data. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, throw, throw, <laughs> throw the experiment or anything. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it, I'm doing doing my daily tasks all right i mean you that sounds good just keep on tracking those balls and examining the piss and i think everything will will work out yeah yeah we'll see uh like i i felt like i was getting better at it to be honest with you uh-huh you know like i was getting like because at the bottom it shows you like which ones you got right and which ones you didn't and like you know i was getting some streaks going you know do you think you um, could join the rocket league championship series after this is all said and done uh, no, no, mostly because I don't think this is a skill that translates to Rocket League. Oh, okay. Um, cause this is just like pointing and clicking, you know what I mean? Oh, so if there um, was a, a King's Quest tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is actually training me to be better at RuneScape, to be honest there with you. There you go. Um, There's a practical application. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's what's going on with the experiment. Um, probably won't update it again unless something else happens, but I, I really doubt anything is going to change dramatically in the next eight days of me logging my piss and food intake and doing my 3D clicking. But, but yeah, <laughs> I got confirmation that I got to talk about it. <laughs> That's good. You got the okay. <laughs> got the okay. <sighs> um... I was going to ask, moving on. I was going to ask before yeah. we move on, mm -hmm. if there was going to be a modern remake of Willy Wonka, mm -hmm. who would you cast as the titular character? Um, hmm. I have my you know, answer. I think we've talked about I think we've talked about him a lot recently. Okay. But I think Willem Dafoe. Oh, interesting. He might be too menacing though. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's already a whole vibe. Yeah. I was gonna say Hugh Jackman. No. No? No. No, no, no. Why not? Because Willy Wonka needs to be like this enigmatic. He needs to be a weirdo. Oh. Hugh Jackman is too much of a pretty boy. He's too ripped. That doesn't make sense. Well, you know, uh, it's a pivot for for you no no logan was no. a successful sort of turn yeah he was fucking yeah he's fucking wolverine that's true he'd done that a couple times already i guess yeah <laughs> no is is it a musical um yeah well there's a check mark for because jackman does musicals sure but no 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 it doesn't work he doesn't he doesn't fit. all right i mean i've never seen that Ever seen it, so I can't say. You need a weirdo. Okay, yeah, I mean, Willem Dafoe definitely um, fits for that. Yeah, but the thing with Willem Dafoe is he might be too weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Willem Dafoe from uh, the Northman. Right, you, you need, like, an unassuming weird. Dafoe might be too over-the-top weird. Yeah. Who, <laughs> hmm. 
he needs to age like another 20 years but who's the who's the kid that's in like all the a24 movies that plays like the the trickster guy and like everything um killing the kid from killing of a sacred deer oh you know what yeah i think you nailed it there yeah mm-hmm. he just needs to we need to wait another 20 years i don't know i don't know if if, that, if hollywood schedule you know they like to really move fast yeah so. yeah but that's that's the pick Maybe if they do a remake now with Hugh Jackman and it flops because he's not right for the role, then they can come back to it in 20 years with that guy. Uh, got a quick dead letter here. Um, my, my goal has for some reason, and I didn't even like anticipate this before I sat down to record was to derail this podcast. I don't know why I'm doing it. Uh-huh. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Uh, we got, we got one from, uh, Roberte dumb here. Uh, and it's in Cyrillic and this time I, uh, I don't know why I bothered to translate it. Um, cause translating it provides no answers. Because uh, translated, it says meter verification vidno. So uh, that's the whole thing. That's, what, uh, that's the whole thing. Well, there's a link. No, we've we've been down this road before. But but I don't even think the link is like clickable, like or like you know like usable. So. Okay. But I just I just really enjoy the name Roberte Dumb. It's, how do you spell it's very? How do you spell dumb? Like the word. Okay, just flat out D U M B. D U M B. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Uh, and if you have any spam email that you would like to send my way, or like a legitimate get- email, <laughs> like a real one Roberto from a person. Dumb, Roberto Dumb is like a pension character. I just, I just really enjoy, <laughs> just really enjoy that. Uh, video at deadedroad.co. Um, we do have a big story that I want to talk about, and this is sort of a, a doesn't add up mini. Uh, I was going to go uh, back into the conspiracy subreddit, but um, then this sort of fell into my lap. Uh, there's a new hot new cult on the block um, led by uh, sort of a charismatic, enigmatic figure. Um, and uh, he calls himself a god. Uh, he says that he's going to be a, a new leader of like, uh, black men um, and he's also a rapper um, and he leads uh, uh, what he calls the uh, University of Cosmic Intelligence um, quite a resume which is, quote, which is quote a platform for his lectures in person meditations the sale of crystal jewelry and rap videos um, and that's all pretty interesting on its own but the reason why this is in the news is that um, he's under investigation for a multitude of reasons, uh, some of them being that uh, a, a few of his followers are uh, on trial for murder, um, which is quite fun. And what's not fun is that he is currently in jail on, uh, take a wild guess, uh, child sexual abuse charges. Uh-huh. So there's a, there's a lot going on here. Um, and this all comes to us from Vice News because they're always on it. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't even know where to begin with this dude. Uh, perhaps maybe we should take a listen to some of his rap. What do you think? It's a great idea. As, as long as you don't get okay. uh, struck down again by the copyrights. All right. We, I, I, we got to take the gamble. We got to take the gamble. Um, so uh, this is uh, his name is uh, Rashad Jamal. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is his uh, Kundalini Energy. When you live in a poor neighborhood, you're living in an area where you have to have poor schools. When you have poor schools, you have poor teachers. When you have poor teachers, you get a poor education. I believe this is Malcolm X. Okay. 
revolution is real. Now we rise. This already has yeah. much better production value than I thought. the being descended from Mayan ruins. Larry Hoover's finest, the Malcolm X of the music. And walking in your purpose, then why you walking, you're useless. Divine love, but you can call it Cosmic Kama Sutra. I'm waking up the planet while spitting the face of these races who'd be trying to vaccinate us, but acting like they gon' save us, feed us. Rap me for chicken, miseducating our babies. Priests and politicians in bed with Lucy and Satan. They organ harvesting pedophilia rapists they love us then they hate us it's a crazy combination obama's nation bombed our nation that's abomination and y'all ain't take huh o obama's nation birth of a nation that's abomination i thought it i didn't hear birth of a nation i heard bombed our nation oh maybe that's what he said um yeah much higher production value than i was expecting no the production value is really good um i was like into it and then it got anti-vax i think oh yeah 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 he's incredibly anti-vax um so uh another thing uh is that he claims that uh the nba is uh all nba players are um synthetic robots oh are we sure he wasn't just watching clips of 2K? Maybe. Okay. Um, and so this is this is a nine minute video. We're not gonna watch the whole thing. I don't know, but this is him apparently claiming that they're um, uh, quote Mach Five robots, but he spells it M O C K five, mm -hmm. not like M A C H. Well, this is a different category. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. When it comes to Steph Curry, he's a Mach Five robot. All of them. Now. James Harden, Mach 5 Robot, Kevin Durant, all these niggas right now. So what happens is this. The NBA, now this going to blow y'all. You ain't got to believe it. Truth, I'm just going to present the truth to you. The NBA has magnets. They have magnets in the rim, and they have magnets in the ball, okay? <laughs> y'all don't know that. They have magnets in the rims, and they have magnets in the basketballs. So why, as of late, why do you think all of a sudden niggas shoot from, from the logo? Logo Lillard, Steph, James, you thinking niggas automatic like that? Yeah, all right. Look at all them shots Steph Curry be shooting. You think a regular person could shoot the ball like that? I ain't talking about no regular square up J. That was Ray, Ray Ray Allen days, nigga. Yeah. I'm talking about the ones where he gonna throw them bitches up and look the other way on your ass and the bitches still go in. You should have known. Y'all should have known then. Niggas ain't question nothing. You know what I'm saying? Niggas believe everything they see on TV. Come on, man. Some of them shots, you should have... They was a dead giveaway. You should have hold on. What the fuck? Hell no. Nah, they ain't know how the fuck he hit that. You see what I'm saying? Nigga, we hoop every day now. We hoop every day now. You see what I'm saying? It's magnets in the basketball and magnets in the rims. That's how we throw that bitch up. It's a magnet in the ball, so the rim is pull, it's pulling the ball to the rim. Then it's a magnet in the rim. You know what I'm saying? They do all this because they wanted to extend the three-point line. Why? Because it all started with Jordan. This okay, okay, <laughs> okay. If the, if they were if they were robots, why would they also need a, a magnetic rim and ball? Yeah, like if they were robots, their shot could just be like automatic. automatic. Yeah, it could be programmed. Yeah. What's more concerning to me than this guy, because he also has a gigantic blunt in his hand while he's doing this, sure. unsurprisingly. Um, so, one, he didn't post this. This is like some kind of believer that posted this. What's more concerning is the comments. Um, so, so I remember seeing that with Tiger Woods. The ball turned at a right angle, but never thought of it with a basketball. 
Um, they're thinking of Space Jam. Really? That was the movie Space Jam. With Tiger Woods? Where where Bugs Bunny takes a magnet from underneath the golf course and drags the ball into the hole, the golf hole for Michael Jordan. Oh, uh, okay. That was Space Jam, the semi-animated movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody says, no lies told here, all facts. Uh, somebody says, facts. You could predict the shots as they go in in 2016. That is when I stopped watching it. I mean, to me, this just sounds like a lot of people that are very jealous of Steph Curry's basketball skills. Right. He says that he's, he was even saying, like, we play every day and we can't make exactly. the shots. Like, yeah, you're not a, you're, you're not a professional basketball yeah, he, player. He said, like, these aren't regular people making these shots. It's right. like, yeah, they're elite athletes. They're not regular people. Right. They've been doing this all their lives. Um, some we have one um, negative comment. This man be talking crazy. It'd be entertaining. And so then somebody replies. So basically, if NBA players told you there's 25 million down at the end of the cliff at the Grand Canyon, but you have to jump with nothing to get it, you jump. Splat, come back alive and re-jump. The idol worship is real serious within our community. It's sad. The truth only sound crazy to the sleep. I mean, that's very funny considering this the guy that made the video is now a cult leader. <laughs> Man, this guy speak facts, but I totally disagree. It's called working on your game. Being Jim Rat, uh, the net swish before the ball goes in. Nah, you're you're just your TV audio is out of sync, buddy. And then somebody replies, "No, it don't." <laughs> <laughs> um, bro, not even two three months ago, I could find a shit ton of videos on this. Now this is the only one I can find. Seems like when you post something on YouTube, like they don't like delete it, but I wonder why. Mm-hmm. They're censoring us. Why Leonard game winner was suspect. Um. Somebody says, riddle me this, Batman, since they're Mach 5, how the heck do they get injured? Or do they fake it like y'all say they do? Man, y'all listen to anything that comes out this man's mouth and take it as truth because of what? And then the uploader replied, uh, if it doesn't resonate with you, then move forward. No judgment is ever necessary. Only discernment in this space. Peace. So um, this is what we're dealing with. Um, and that was only a minute and a half of a nine minute video. Uh, was there any more evidence other than the magnets and the rims? Do we really want to keep? No, it's all right. Oh, maybe I'll go on my okay. own time and check it out. Sure, sure. That's how it starts. You got to do your own research. Um, so uh, he also claims that the government can control the weather um, and that they have control of uh, and, and can shut on and off stargates, which is what he calls rainbows. Um, and that rainbows lead to alternate dimensions that are all around us. Wait, you can't just, hold on. Uh You can't uh just uh take a word that means something and completely change its meaning and refer to it as something else entirely. Like that rainbow is already a thing. No, they're Stargates. (laughs) That's not, okay. And they lead to numerous alternate dimensions. I think he watched, um, that Thor movie. Sure. Yeah. It's all, it sounds like science fiction. With the Bifrost. Um, so yeah, so he's been in jail for a few months. Uh, he was accused of uh, abusing the the child of his previous partner, um, and he also has another additional count of cruelty to children. Uh, and he, of course, claims that this is false. Uh, "Quote: The oppressors seek to label me a pedophile because I had the courage to speak out against them and expose their lies, plots, and plans within their satanic kingdom, as opposed to labeling me what I really am, which is a black activist, scientist, philosopher, historian, philanthropist, off author." revolutionary poet and a public speaker working hard to raise the vibration of the collective consciousness. Um, yeah. Uh, he likened himself to others. Martin Luther King Jr., Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, Left Eye, Princess Diana, Michael Jackson, Kanye West, Bill Cosby, and Kobe Bryant. Huh. 
It's a hell of a list. It, it is. Um, it's a hell of a list. It started off really strong. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and then got very suspect. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, he claims that uh, that list, were, they were all assassinated, brought down by false charges, or, quote, put under MK Ultra for trying to expose the unspecified satanic plots and schemes he seeks to uncover. Yes, this guy's just full-blown conspiracy theorist. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Um, and so the thing that's weird is that he doesn't actually, like, he doesn't seem to promote any sort of, um, like, philosophy of violence or anything like that at all mm -hmm. um it's it's much more um conspiratorial and uh mystic and you know uh like he's selling crystals and shit you know um like there's another quote uh, we set descend down into this material realm in complete perfection but the moment upon our inception or birth we are injected with nanobot technology <sighs> um you know yeah um playing the greatest hits here yeah 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 um, so it's like a mix of, um, like Afrocentric Hotep stuff with like new age, uh, crystally, you know, bullshit mixed with anti-vax, uh, you know, QAnon adjacent satanic pedophile conspiracy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it's like, it's all the greatest hits. Yeah. Um, but like, he's actually not like preaching any sort of active violence. So how does he end up he's with murderous followers? That's the strange thing. They're, it seems like they're not quite sure yet. Um, so there's a bunch of cases right now of people that have actively followed him and have actively like bought his his specific crystals and the jewelry that he sells. The, the one thing that is that he sells weird crystal spears um, that I can't get a handle on. Um, so there's one case where uh, uh, I think it's a 22 year old uh, killed his mother with they called it a ninja sword, which I don't I don't know what a ninja sword is exactly, but I'm 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 I'm, I'm guessing some kind of katana, you know, some kind of Japanese adjacent looking weapon like that. Mm -hmm. uh, killed his mother, um, attacked his uncle, cut off half of his face. Uh, the uncle was bedridden with uh, cerebral palsy, um, and might have also attacked his brother, who uh, it's either Down syndrome or some some other form of autism. Um, and then like ran off into a nearby abandoned house um, before he was arrested. Uh, so that's one of the cases. Uh, and according to the father, he was like a normal kid, played games until he like discovered this dude's weird videos. Um, and so after he discovered the videos, uh, he like decided to start selling off, you know, his PlayStation and his consoles and stuff and started spending thousands of dollars on crystals and like all of this dude's weird merch and was like just engrossed in all this shit. Um, and the parents were keeping an eye on him. And then whenever he bought the sword, the mom was like, what, you know, what are, what, are you, what are you doing with the sword? So there was like this tension here now that he's like got weapons. Um, and then apparently he also bought uh, a Glock, uh, um, body armor and tons of ammunition. Um, and so the father, like he said that he tried to watch the videos and... Um, uh, quote, uh, it was stupid. I tried to look at some of these videos and I can't even listen to them. It's so dumb. Lizard people and aliens. Right. Um, and so like the, there's not really a, uh, like seemingly direct connection between the weird shit that this guy's saying and directly inciting violence. Yeah. Like he's talking about how there's like, you know, evil Satanists or whatever, but it's like so general. There's like, there, there's talk of an other, like of, of some kind of enemy. But it's not really specific in the way that, like, you know, QAnon gets into where it's, uh, you know, the Democrats are pedophiles. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's hard to figure out that like this this 22 year old had like supposedly no history of mental illness. 
whatsoever. Seemed to be a normal kid. Uh, and he only found out about this dude through uh, fucking Call of Duty voice chat. Um, it's it's very strange. Yeah, that's uh, what strikes me as the weirdest part. This this like um, idea that he was completely normal before this, because I feel like in order to be somebody who gets sucked into the world that this guy has created and, and all of his ideas and and nonsense, you have to be like you have to have like you have to be like predisposed, right? Like you have to. Yeah, you think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um. And so that's the other thing. Um, he also started becoming um, transfixed on the sun after watching the videos uh, due to this uh, Hotep Egyptian gods obsession, that whole kind of thing. Um, and that he was also like blocking in the front and back doors from the inside using metal bars. Um, but yeah, it's it, like according to the dad, it was just like a complete complete radical change in personality wow um and so then the other major case is that um two followers of this dude's teachings um they uh seemingly uh attempted to stage a robbery where um the one pretended to be a stranded motorist um like got somebody to stop for them uh, attempted to rob them um, and then shot one of them um, after one of the people that stopped pulled out a gun that they had while the other person was like hiding in the woods. Um, this one's weird because the judge has put a gag order on like all the cops working on it, all the uh, lawyers working on it. Um, it's uh, and there's something w- weird about uh, a community out in the woods living in tents and. Um, and uh, out there, uh, investigators found one of the uh, suspects of this botched robbery. Their child, who is a five-year-old, uh, was wielding a shotgun. Oh, my. Um, and so, like, it's hard to get information about this because of the gag order right, that's going on. Right. What would be the reason for that, um, like, legally? I'm not sure. I don't know if it, it's because there's, like, this bigger investigation that's going on into this cult. Yeah. And they don't want to, like, I don't know, like... Um, tip them off to what they might know mm-hmm. maybe yeah that would make sense that's the only thing i can think of um although like this this case of a robbery gone wrong sounds a lot more like i don't know com- i mean compared to the to, to the first example it's like mm-hmm. a lot less uh wild right a lot less extreme i mean obviously still tragic but like compared to somebody having a complete personality shift and being sucked into this like mm-hmm. rabbit hole of conspiracy and philosophy and all this yeah uh and then the other thing is that so the father of the 22 year old says that uh, police from two other states uh, wanted to talk to him because they have similar cases of uh, crimes with suspects that had been watching this dude's videos, too. Oh, boy. Um, and uh, Vice said that uh, he didn't they didn't uh, the father didn't give uh, contact information. So um, that didn't go anywhere in this article. But um so all these crimes happened before the um, the man himself, the, the coal leader himself, was in in prison, right? Um, I'm assuming because didn't you say he's he's been in jail for like a few I, weeks? I, I, uh, it's been a few months, a few I believe. Months, so yeah. yeah. Oh, did I mention that both of these took place in um, Alabama? No, no. Both sets of crimes. That's also weird because like, so where is the go- where is the the cult leader himself located? Do we know? Uh, well, he's in jail in Georgia. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird that they would be in the same state because if if people were just like being introduced to him via the internet, like you could be mm-hmm. watching him from anywhere. Yeah. So that it would be like there would be a regional connection is strange too. Was he having mm-hmm. like in person like I don't know meetings with? With, with like his followers he 
he did previously before he was incarcerated. Right, right. So then maybe that makes a bit more sense if he's if he's actually having meetups, you know? Yeah. Um, man, is Tom Brady a robot, do you think? You know, you know, maybe. He might be a Mach 4. Mach 4, older version, yeah. yeah. Although if he was a robot, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have to deflate the footballs. Well, I don't know. It might be, he might have been trying to put a magnet in it. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, I, I find this very interesting. Um, because again, like on the outside, a dude that says just outlandish shit, um, you know, it's easy for us to say that like it's immediate bullshit, but you just look at the YouTube comments and... You get people to just instantly buy in. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that jump shot, you know, it's got to be a robot. It's got to be magnets. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's as easy as that. So, like, you, you that's the that's the in, right? Then all of a sudden you start talking about, you know, fl- the fluoride in the water is bad. Yeah. And then you start talking about. <laughs> that's why I still don't fully buy how this, uh, the 22-year-old was perfectly, like, well-adjusted before. The, like, I just don't, I don't see that shift being so 180 like that. Yeah. You know? I mean, you know like that and this is i don't know like what this father like how what relationship the father had with the kid yeah right yeah there's a lot you can keep from your parents yeah like and unfortunately the you know he killed the mom so we don't have the mom's side you know the mom might have said different Mm -hmm. apparently apparently the the mom and the son were like really close um so that that that's like even like more surprising Mm -hmm. or maybe if it's even not you know um but yeah you know the the father might not have had like the right insight into um, what was really going on with the son. I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, the other thing uh, I, I want to leave us with, uh, and this is what Vice ends the article with, um, uh, in a in a call from his uh, in jail, um, Jamal says that uh, I was called a cult leader. Uh, I'm not a cult leader. I stand for righteousness. Uh, and then he says, peace to the, the gods and goddesses of the planet Kai. Um, that's uh, Dragon Ball Z. Okay. <laughs> reference perfect yeah oh my god oh it's a shame he's he's missing the fortnite crossover because he's in jail Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) such a bummer yeah oh boy um wait do we even what's he in jail for did i miss that did you say what he's in jail for yeah for uh child sexual abuse oh okay i thought those were just accusations i didn't know he was like i I, yeah okay got it (laughs) yeah okay uh yeah let's do some moogle Great. Uh, it's Soul Hackers 2 time. Fucking finally. Yeah. I've been waiting. I've been praying. And it's Soul Hackers 2 time. Um, I talked a lot about this game in the in the run-up. Uh, and I talked a lot about uh, my plight to pre-order the Collector's Edition. Um, and it's here. It's finally yes, it is. here. You've had your hands on it for, yeah. what, about a week Yeah. Now? Uh, I wish I've gotten to play more, but it, of course the game fucking came out the same time as a Final Fantasy 14 raid. But yep. um, it's good. It's 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 a good fucking video game. <laughs> That's good news because there hasn't been one of these since what the 90s. Uh, technically? Yeah, yeah. No, this is this is the follow up to a Sega Saturn game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously there have been plenty of like iterations of like what SMT and, and Persona mm-hmm. and stuff that are adjacent. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so to set it up, uh, in this game, uh, you play as Ringo. You are an agent of Ion, which is a um, sort of the uh, a uh, collected mass of sentient AI uh, that has been now been given form, <laughs> humanoid form, in order to uh, supposedly prevent the end of the world. Um, and in order to do that, uh, you are tasked with... Uh, Preventing the deaths of a couple of people. Um, and unfortunately, <laughs> in every instance, you arrive too late. 
Uh, but instead, Ringo decides to employ a tactic called Soul Hack, which is basically uh, a form of resurrection. It is taking the ego and the soul of a person and bringing it back up from the depths and giving them life again. Um, and then they become your party members. And uh, that's sort of the first eh, 15 minutes of the game. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's uh, it's a dungeon crawler. Uh, you're doing battle turn-based style. Um, it is not press turn. Uh, and it is not the Persona uh, one more system. Um, it is closer to, I guess, uh, SMT Strange Journey in combat, um, where uh, you have, um, you know, your turn-based uh, order is determined by agility stat. Um, like Persona, it goes um, uh, one side's turn, then the other side's turn, um, yeah. and you hit uh, enemy weaknesses. When you hit enemy weaknesses, a counter goes up. Uh, and at the end of your party's turn, uh, something called Sabbath is initialized. And Sabbath is sort of a cross between uh, all-out attack from Persona and sort of the um, alignment follow-up attack from Strange Journey. So for every weakness that you hit, um, you get to do additional... That, that demon that you have does additional damage at the end of the turn to all of the enemies that are still alive. Um, and you get this flashy, cool animation and, you know, it's it's a Sabbath. That's what happens. Um, mm -hmm. So it is not press turn, um, but it is uh, still a good turn-based system. Yeah, I was that was my main concern listening to a, a video game podcast last week um, where they were giving impressions of, mm -hmm. of this game and they mentioned uh, disappointment with the uh, the battle system and that it was um, like overly simplified. And so I was like, "Ooh, that doesn't sound like what you would want from this game, but you're um, satisfied with it. It's OK. It is uh -huh. far from the best. Right. Especially right. for an SMT. Um you have to look at the context of where this game is in the entirety of the series. Um, so this is a game that is a follow-up to uh, a game from the fucking 90s that had an even more basic combat system. Um, it is not a mainline SMT game. This game doesn't even have SMT in the title. Uh, it is trying to be closer to a Persona game than other SMT games. Yeah, uh, which is the logical move. It is. It is trying to be an entry point into SMT, similar to the way a Persona game is an entry point into SMT. But it's trying to be a more mature entry point into SMT than Persona is. Um, like, for example, like this is a cast of adults. Um, you're uh, like basically contracts, uh, not hitmen, but like you're devil summoners. And so you're um, you take on odd jobs to fulfill requests that people have that involve uh, summoning demons and killing demons and shit like that. Um, but like so uh, you don't necessarily have social links, but you have a soul level and um I guess this is closer to maybe the way Fire Emblem does it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Where you you basically have a numerical score for how how well you get along with your team and each individual yeah. member of the team. And so uh, dialogue options will tell you immediately how many soul points that will give each member of the team, like who you're basically siding with in, in a dialogue option. Um, and you can... Um, like uh, uh, like a social event in Persona might be, um, you know, uh, 
going to the diner, whereas in this, you're going to the bar for drinks, right? Right. So this is this is aimed at a slightly more mature audience in that way. Um, like one of your characters uh, is the, one of your party members is the former lover of uh, the the main antagonist. You know, mm -hmm. um, so like it's got that mature twist on uh, some some of the same ideas that could be found in a Persona game. Um, so looking at that context. Yes, this is a more simplified battle system. Um, I immediately bumped up the difficulty as soon as yeah. I could. Immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, because I quickly realized, oh, okay, there's no press turn. Um, and enemies can't, at least not so far, can't perform Sabbath on me. Um, so I need, a, I need a greater challenge here. Um, Did it work? It worked so far, yeah. Um, like, I already have to manage resources much more. Um, the other thing is that this is... Uh, more of a dungeon crawler in combat than um even smt5 definitely was uh because smt5 doesn't even really have dungeons uh and so that is sort of the um legacy of the original soul hackers and older smt games and also a game like strange journey which has a much similar uh combat style to this um it, the games are quite different where Strange Journey's difficulty lies in um, the labyrinthine layout of the dungeons and the puzzles of the dungeons and just trying to fucking navigate the mazes. Um, this game does not have difficult dungeon layouts or anything like that, but the dungeons are quite large um, and there are a lot of enemies. So if you bump up the difficulty, you're now managing resources and um, you can get overwhelmed quite easily. So even though the combat is simplified, um, there is still a challenge there if you want to provide yourself with it. Um, the other thing that is more different than a usual SMT and is different from the original Soul Hackers is that you have a full party. Whereas in uh, usual SMT games and the original Soul Hackers, you would fill out the rest of your party with uh, demons instead of NPC companions. So oh, okay. in this game, um, they explain it away story-wise that um, th through the soul hack and this resurrection that the devil summoner's powers of summoning have been altered. And so now they can't summon the way that they usually would. And so what this means is that instead of su um, summoning and using demons the way you usually would, you now equip demons. And this system is similar to uh, like Persona Q and Q2, mm -hmm. where you would equip personas. And what that basically means is that you now have those demons' powers and abilities and also their affinities. So now you have their um, elemental weaknesses and also their elemental resistances. Um, ah. And so you're able to um, change those out, out of combat. Uh, and um, there's also a, later on uh, a, a leader skill where you can... Um, change them on the fly based on a certain number of turns i think i just got that so i haven't used it extensively yet um and so that does deepen the um complexity um mm -hmm. and uh what was i gonna say um the other thing that is uh a little different is um just based on the nature of equipping demons um is you're not you can't like be switching them in and out uh, the same way you would um and also, the party size is like so you only have um, a party of four, whereas in the original Soul Hackers, you had one, two, three, get five as a mm -hmm. total of max. But the party size in the original fluctuated 
because of a resource called magnetite. Um, SMT has done away with magnetite since, I guess, Nocturne. Um, magnetite was a mechanic that um, was a payment source for demons. So the more demons you had in a party, you had to pay them magnetite in order for them to remain in your party and not in your stock. Um, and so every step you would take in a dungeon, uh, you would have to pay magnetite. It was just this constantly decreasing resource. Um, it was really only a hassle in the early game whenever you wanted to have a full party. Uh, right. After a while, you would just accumulate so much magnetite from combat that it was just a non-factor, and then you never looked at your magnetite again. Um, so it's like, <laughs> I don't think anybody misses magnetite, um, but it's just, it's just another difference. Um, the real major thing that's changed is just an overall um, stylistic and uh, tonal change. Um, like so soul hackers is a a now a series that is um okay well so it's a spin-off of a spin-off <laughs> <laughs> so soul hackers is a spin-off of smt um it's it's a, in a sub-series called devil summoner um and it is uh set in uh, a cyberpunk near future um and it's actually hard to like it's hard to tell at this point if it is, uh, I honestly don't know why they called it Soul Hackers 2, to be quite honest with you. Um, and not like Soul Hackers colon something. Um, mm -hmm. Because I think that makes it harder uh, for, like, it, it seems like they're trying to invite, like, a new audience. Like, yeah, I was going to say the same thing based about on, the title. Based on everything that they're trying to do, like, the way that they design the game, um, the way that they're trying to market the game. Um, but, like... Giving it like numerically two in the title, making it seem like a sequel, um, I think is probably going to put off new people that uh, didn't and will not play the original Soul Hackers because it's a 90s JRPG that was released on the Sega Saturn and then was re-released on the 3DS. Nobody is going to play that game. Yeah, they're it's, just, they're it's just so not. far removed um, from that. It just seems like such a strange choice it to really have is. that too. I, on, I don't. On there. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't call it Soul Hackers colon something. I really don't. Is it hasn't it been long enough where you could just call it Soul Hackers again? Like it wouldn't really matter. Probably right? that would probably piss off some diehards that oh. are already pissed off enough that the game is too similar to Persona and they don't like that. So they're already um, angry. Who cares? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, they probably could could have just called it Soul Hackers. Uh, because it's definitely not a remake. It, this is its own thing, to be quite honest with you. Um, like, I don't even know if it's even in the same setting, um, other than the fact that there are references to, like, larger SMT Devil Summoner things. Mm -hmm. um, because, all right, all right, I know I get into the weeds a lot, and this is probably going to get into the weeds too. Uh, technically, the Devil Summoner series is canonically linked to the same universe as the Persona series. Uh, okay. Who knows what the status of this game is? I like, I, I'm not far enough. Like maybe, maybe there is something that ties this in and this is like, oh yeah, this is a full-blown sequel all of a sudden. But early on, it really doesn't seem like it. It really seems like its own thing. Um, the only thing connecting the two is that, you know, there's, uh, you know, demon summoning and devil summoners and that whole like... Um, aesthetic victors here at the uh, uh what's it called the gomaden and um it's cyberpunk like that's kind of it mm -hmm. but like it's a totally different cyberpunk because of course one was made in the 90s you know and had a 90s cyberpunk aesthetic and now it's a, a, a sort of modern like neon drenched uh cyberpunk aesthetic which is fucking awesome the game has so much style by the way um it, it looks tremendous um 
but yeah, I, I really don't know why they decided to like label it a sequel. Um, I think it is confusing for new people. Uh, but you, you really, to, to play this game, you really don't need to know anything about any of the bullshit that I'm obsessed with at all. Like, yeah, could, that's you good. Could just, you could just pick up this game and know nothing about SMT or Persona or Soul Hackers or Devil Summoner or any of this shit and just play this game. Um, and yeah, it's very approachable. Um, if you don't get into the weeds on combat systems like I do, like you can just play it on normal and have a good time. Yeah, see, to me, a simplified to an extent um, combat system sounds great because I don't I don't want all that from it. You know, if I right. was going to play it, I would play it on the normal default difficulty. And just kind yeah, of yeah, exactly. Because um, I'm a casual. Sure. Yeah. And th- no, that's perfectly fine. You know, like most people played Persona Royal on normal, even though that game is baby food easy with the changes mm-hmm. they made to it. Um, it's just that's what difficulty options are for. You know, if you want a right. challenge, it's there. Um it just needs to be fucking tuned properly and like Royal, which is, I've talked about that enough. Can you go up and down whenever you want, like during your yes. playthrough? That's yes, you good. can. That's yes. good. Yes. I just, I go back to Fire Emblem Three Houses and how frustrating yeah. it was that you could not go back up after you so went dumb. down. So dumb. Especially um, when that game really was like a roller coaster in terms of difficulty. Yes. Uh, yeah, very mm-hmm. inconsistent. Yeah. Um, oh, one change, or I guess one, op- like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a change that I don't know if I like is uh, to the demon recruitment and conversation system um, okay. and sort of the lack thereof. Um, so there is a mechanic in this game. Uh, I forget what it's called, the demon scouting or something like that, where whenever you enter a dungeon, uh, you send out your demons and they go scout for you. Um, and what that basically means is that throughout the dungeon, uh, they're just going to be chilling somewhere. And this basically replaces um, like uh, item drops or like item chests and it replaces uh, demon recruitment uh, at the same time. So you'll walk up to your demons and they might give you an item. Um, They might give you a small heal. Uh, Thankfully, it's a small heal because in the tutorial dungeon, they give you a full heal and they're like around every corner. That was like, I was so scared. I was like, oh my God, how easy is this game? (laughs) I was, I was, I was genuinely really scared. I was like, there's a full heal around every corner. I was so scared. Um, And sometimes they'll be like, hey, I've got a friend for you. They want to join. And this is how you acquire new demons out in the field. Uh, And instead of deciding which demons you would like to recruit out in battle and trying to converse with them. And I don't like it. It's it's just kind of cheesy. Um, mm-hmm. And most of the time, at least so far, you just get duplicates of the same demons that you already have because you recruited them already immediately. And so they'll just give you an item anyway. Um, yeah. So it's just kind of lame. It's fine. Luckily, we still have fusion. So there's demon fusion. Um, it seems like the compendium, so the, the entire list of demons that are available is kind of small which is okay, and it's probably due to the fact that this is um, a new 3D art style for the demons, oh, and so they, yeah. they all had to be newly uh, drawn. Um, what's really cool is that this actually feels like the first like new next-gen SMT game uh, because SMT5, for as good as that game is, its performance and graphics on the Switch are pretty bad, and it just kind of feels like a slightly upscaled 3DS game. Um, but this really feels like, okay, now we're, now we're fucking finally in 3D. Now we're, <laughs> we have a high frame rate. Like, yeah, no, like- I, I, it has the, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, on Xbox, on the store, it, I see it has the optimized for the, the current gen logo. Yeah, on, so. yeah, yeah. So I'm playing on PS5. It's also on PC, but like, I, I prefer to play these games on console. 
Um, and so on PS5, it does have like the prioritized frame rate or prioritized graphics. Uh, I usually go for the frame rate um, and I tried out the, the graphics option. And so it um, bumps it down to like, I guess, 30 frames per second. But I honestly can't tell a difference between the graphics of the performance mode and the graphics mode like mm -hmm. at all. Whereas frame so rate is very on. apparent. The, yeah. yeah, the frame rate's immediate. Yeah, it's at 60, you know. Um, so I just leave it back on performance because I honestly can't tell the difference between the graphics. Yeah. Um, if it's at a higher resolution, I can't tell. Um, but yeah, another cool thing is that um, whenever you get demons to low health, they turn into these like glitched out, uh, you know, like matrix looking versions to show that they're at low health and they look so fucking cool. They look mm -hmm. so good. Um, yeah. So it's it's a good game. Um, I, I I assume it's not going to be what everyone wants or expected it to be. That's impossible to, to accomplish, yeah, right? But it's pretty much what I expected. Um, so far, the writing is pretty good. Uh, I really enjoy uh, Ringo's voice actress. I think she's really nailing the role. Um, so that's good. Um, I'm interested to see where the story goes to see if it like maybe deserves to be Soul Hackers 2. You know, if there's actually a reason for it or not, you right. know, I don't know. Um, and then the last thing I want to say is like, so I got my uh, my Japanese uh, collector's edition. I got it sitting <laughs> over there. Uh -huh. um, and holy hell, do they do things so much better than U.S. collector's editions? Not it's, it's really not. But like even like the plastic that everything is in is so much better. Like, OK, so like it came with the um, the Jack Frost that is dressed like Ringo. Um, and it comes in like a, a plastic box that has like a window so you could see the figure inside of it. Mm -hmm. and, like, I don't even want to take it out of that. Yeah, those are um, always the best. Yeah. And so then it came with the game in Japanese, which I already have it in English. So there's that. Um, and then it came with the full like multi-disc soundtrack, which like on disc, when the US version came with just the, the USB stick of, right. the, of, of a selected soundtrack, not mm -hmm. even the full thing. Um, and then it came with like this art book and like, um, like it, it recap, I, I, I assume it recaps the story. I can't read it. Obviously recaps the story of the original soul hackers. Um, and the print is like really good quality. Um, and it feels like it was like freshly printed. Like you can smell the ink. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's just like really high quality. Sure. And it was cheaper than, right. than the Western. That's the kicker. Collector's yeah. edition. And it came earlier than it said it would. DHL shipping was really good. Like. I just I just have no complaints. So if anybody <laughs> if anybody ever buys anything on uh, Amazon Japan, as long as it ships, I guess from like Amazon Japan itself, I mm -hmm. have nothing but good good things to say about the experience. Um, yeah, well, that's I'm, good I'm because the return process probably would have been not worth it whatsoever. So it's it's probably good that it worked yeah out. probably not yeah nothing but good things to say about that. Um, and I'm very excited to rip the uh, the soundtracks because um, the because the, the music is also very good very good. Very good soundtrack. Um, so, yeah. I think I will get this game when it's on sale. Um, yeah. Just because you know me and how I am with games and the prospect of playing one to completion. I think um, that this would be a good one for you, to be honest with you. Okay. Like, okay. like you know, it's the, it's a it's a pared down combat system. Yeah. It gets you into the story, like, immediately. There is no long setup at all. Like, this this is not like Persona 5, you know, where, like, it builds up. You got to, like, sort of get a glimpse of all these characters and, like, get all the pieces in together mm -hmm. and sort of walk you through that first, you know, section. No, you're kind of, like, right into it immediately. 
That's so, cool. And I do like the idea of of like uh, adult characters versus high school, because I feel yes. like as good as yes. that stuff is, I feel like it's done. It's done so much. Yes. You know, yes. I think this does enough to separate itself as its own specific niche um, in the larger SMT space. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's good to hear because I was concerned. I was listening to, I think it was Waypoint, and uh, the impressions weren't as good as uh, you'd want. So I'm glad to hear yeah, you're into it. Yeah, it's kind of surprising to me. Um, like it, it, it just has like such a good sense of style. It's just like it's so totally realized. Um, and so far, it doesn't fall into uh, the trap that even like really good JRPGs fall into, where like there's just obnoxious fucking characters, like mm-hmm. at least or at least one that you end up hating. And yeah. so far, that hasn't been the case either. And like, I'm I'm curious to see where the story goes. You know, it's talking about like uh, seas of digital information and like just the amalgamation of that and what that does. You know, like it, it's I don't know. It's it's fucking my shit. Sure. Oh, that that like, was never in, in doubt. Um. <laughs> I know. But like, just like even the stuff we talk about on here, you know, like uh, like it, it touches on conspiracy and you know, like just like man you know like I, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes people like miss the forest for the trees when it comes to these games it's very possible like, yeah it, like especially with persona 5 and that's kind of what that big piece that is still it's still kicking is about where they sort of miss the big picture of it all um right but anyway um let's hear from david that's beautiful cinema thank you um so yeah so why don't you take it away here because i don't even know what's going on yeah, just a couple things this week. Sure. I'm continuing my um, horror uh, fest of sorts. Nice. Um, it is officially September now, so I, yes, now I can feel a little bit less ridiculous about it. But um, I wanted to shout out another Shudder original. Um, they are just, uh, they're not missing lately. Um, this one's called Watcher. It's a, uh, a film directed by Chloe Akuno, and it stars um, Micah Monroe, who you might recognize as uh she was the lead in it Follows. right yes yeah um yeah she's excellent this movie is excellent it's a sort of like psychological thriller um she plays a wife who moves to um i believe romania she's an american and she moves to romania with her husband because he has a, a new job there and so she is in this like big apartment complex in the city And she spends most of her time alone because he does long hours. And um, pretty early on into their uh, their new life at this new home, she is looking out the window and across the street, there's another set of apartments. And she notices there's this like silhouette, this figure in the window, uh, just still and seemingly looking right at her. Um, And she notices this like night after night. It's a recurring thing. Um, So, yeah, this movie is just filled with so much tension and suspense and it's just brilliantly directed and executed um i don't want to say too much about the plot other than what i've already said because to get mm-hmm. into like spoiler territory um but yeah it plays so much with like being um in like a new country and not speaking the language um that plays into a lot of the tension um there's the sort of like superficially supportive and concerned husband but also like he's someone who cares more about his job than what is going on with her Mm -hmm. um 
there's like the neighbor element. There's a lot of interesting neighbors in this apartment complex that sort of play into what's going on. Um, then there's the mystery surrounding the the, the person in the window, which, um, yeah, that's incredibly well executed. And it leads to a very, very good end- ending. Um, so, yeah, this was just a really great thriller. Uh, I wanted to mention it. I wanted to recommend it. Um, don't want to say too much, like I said. But How similar is it to the Shia LaBeouf classic Disturbia? <laughs> um, from what I can remember, not okay. at all. Yeah, <laughs> not at all. Because um, you're describing it as like, wait, didn't we just kind of talk about something like this recently? Yeah, no, this movie's doing something very different yeah. than that one. Um, but yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. And then the other thing which I'm just like over the moon about is the new uh, Hulu series, The mm. Patient, which is created by um, Joel Fields and Joe Weisberg, who you might recognize as the creators and showrunners of The Americans, mm-hmm. who, which is, I think I've said this before on, on the podcast, my favorite TV show mm-hmm. ever. Um, yeah, this is their first show uh, working together as creators uh, since The Americans, which is kind of surreal um for me like seeing their names pop up and and being in another series that they've they've made because it's been Mm -hmm. it's been a while um it's so good it stars steve carell and dom hall gleason and the basic setup is that carell wakes up in a basement uh with uh his foot um like uh, attached to the bed and so he can't get out and he's like he's been like kidnapped right Mm. and then you get you get a flashback and you get into like his life a little bit and he's a uh he's a therapist and uh, Dom Hall Gleason is one of his um, his clients, his patients, mm-hmm. right? And so it turns out that uh, Dom Hall's character uh, has kidnapped him. And um, this is like in the promotional material, so I don't think it's a spoiler, but he's a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And so he wants help. He, he's he's scouted out different <laughs> different therapists and he's landed on Carell. Uh, and so he's, he's sort of like uh, kidnapped him and is now forcing him to work with him and sort of... Uh, um, free him of his like compulsion to mm. kill. Um, yeah, like it's so it's so damn good. The first two episodes have come out, so it's it's a weekly show. But just the the characterization, but and the dynamic between these two characters is so fascinating right off the bat. Um, the way that it like subverts what you would expect a serial killer to be like and act when it like in terms of like other fictional like representations of mm-hmm. serial killers. Um, the show like the character even mentions like silence of the lambs as like as like a comparison um it really subverts that in an interesting way and yeah it's it's it feels like a covid production in a way because most of the show like the bulk of it takes place in this basement where steve krell's character is okay yeah so it feels like what's what's the term for like um bottle episode right this feels like a bottle tv show (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a limited series, so it's going to be a one and done type thing. Um, I think it's probably somewhere around 10 episodes because I know it's going to air into like mm. October. Um, yeah, I couldn't recommend it any more highly based off these opening episodes. It's very fascinating. It's very quick, too. The episodes are like 20 minutes long. I was expecting hour long, but they're not. They're they're half hour and okay. even shorter than that when you take out commercials. Sure. Um, but yeah, um, the, the possibilities here are really exciting going forward. There's a really cool cliffhanger that ends the second episode. So I'm going to have to wait a week for you? that. But did uh, I lose you? what's that? I think so. Oh, did you? Second. Oh, weird. Um, no, I was just saying there's a, a really good cliffhanger that ends the second episode that you have to wait for. Mm. Um, yeah, there's sort of like a there are comparisons to be made with the Americans. Um, obviously, 
I mean, I could talk for forever about what makes the American so great. Like there's so many different reasons why it's I love it. But mm-hmm. of course, you have the the fact that the, the characters that you're following are murderous people. And yet you are like drawn to sympathize with them and, and sort of understand them. And also like psychologically, like you're, you're seeing how their actions weigh on them. Yeah. Right. And that's they're exploring a lot of that in the show as well, um, given the premise. Um, and then just like stylistically, like the way the characters interact, there's just like a, I don't know, a flow to the dialogue that I just feels very reminiscent. Just the writing feels very reminiscent of what you would get in the Americans. Um, yeah, I love it so far. It's it's uh, really good stuff. Nice. Um, the patient might go back to it later on this in the season if it's if it's worth if there's something else to bring up. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to shout that out. Yeah, it. sounds like one I'd, I'd wait for the full. I agree. Fully agree. I just couldn't do it considering who was involved. Of um, I had to watch it. But yeah. yeah, I would actually I would suggest that like if you um, are not like me and haven't been like obsessively like anticipating their uh, these these two creators like return to TV. I would just wait, wait for the whole thing yeah. to come out because it, it it is very much a show where um, I can see how they'll end on a on a note every week where you're left wanting uh, to see what comes next. You know, mm-hmm. um, yep. Oh, the first episode ends in a place where the Americans would do so much, which is just two characters in a room sitting silently and just just sitting with what is is weighing on them, you know, and mm-hmm. that's how the first episode of the show ended, uh, which which was really good. And then, of course, nice. the second one has that cliffhanger, which I'm I'm very excited about. So, yeah, um, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, are you really going to make me talk about Taylor Swift again? Oh yeah, for sure. You can't. We can't just um, not acknowledge the uh, blockbuster sure blockbuster announcement uh, from from last weekend. So the MTV VMAs happens. Uh, for some reason, they happen at the Prudential Center every year. Um, they do. <laughs> yeah. Why? That's that. It's a great question. I wonder the same thing. But yeah, Miss uh, Taylor Swift uh, took her private jet, uh, or maybe she. I don't know how she got to Newark, but she got to Newark. Um, <laughs> And she was she accepted the award for like, I don't know, music video or something, which is I guess is the name of the, the show, right? The video music award. So that would make sense. She was accepting uh, an award. Um, that's that's the main thing. So she was on stage. She had that going on and she took the moment to announce her new album, um, which was a, a surprise to me because I was thinking we would get another uh, like Taylor's version, you know, another re-release this year, um, especially because I think she dropped a, a track or two from the next one earlier this year so it would make sense for that to come out like in the fall or winter um but Uh that is not what's happening here we're getting a fully fledged new album it's called midnight um and it seems to be sort of a concept album of sorts sure uh, so basically the, the idea here is that all the tracks are going to be about various times in her life where she has had like a sleepless night right much to think about uh-huh, yeah. So the, I, I think yeah. that's that sounds really cool. A lot of potential mm-hmm. there. Um, there's been, of course, speculation about whether this will be like a pop album or whether it'll, it'll be more of like uh, her last two, which are more on the folk side of things. Um, I think just the, the concept of it and also the photos that she released alongside of it definitely points toward folky type of type of stuff, you know, um, which mm-hmm. I'm all for. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm up for whatever, but I, I definitely like folklore and that whole thing. Thing, so I, I would be happy with that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's coming out in October, October 21st. Uh, people have really um, 
I, so I don't know if this was intentional or not, because people always, you know, they, they examine everything surrounding. Are you going to talk about the numerology? A little bit, a little bit. Uh-huh. So, so of course, the VMAs is, is where the infamous Kanye West moment happened years ago, right? Where he interrupted uh-huh. her, her speech. Um, so she's back at the same award ceremony. This is 13 years after that uh-huh. incident. Um, where if you know, if you know anything about Taylor Swift, 13 is, is sort of a lucky number for her. just throwing that out there. Um, but no, what's even more telling here is, so she made this announcement and the album is coming out, like I said, October 21st, which is Kim Kardashian's okay. birthday, former, uh, wife of, of one Kanye West. Okay. So it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a shot. Is it? You no. Know? Potentially. That's what people think. I don't know if you I know, buy it. You or, know what you sound like? You sound wh- like the what? guy from the rehearsal. Oh, the numbers yeah. guy? I mean, I'm just pointing out a celebrity's birthday. I don't think I've gotten that extreme. No, here. no, that's more than that. You just did the whole thing. I don't know. I mean, there's a connection, though, with the VMAs, right? You're coming back and you're making the announcement. And then you're kind of the Who release gives date. shit about that whole Kanye thing anymore, except for Taylor Swift? I mean, it's it's a it's a cultural moment. It's part of uh, you know, it's part of pop culture. You sound history. like this. You sound like this weirdo. So just to recap, Taylor Swift, born on the thirteenth, thirteen years after the Kanye incident at the VMAs, accepts the VMA for a ten minute version of a song and announces her tenth studio album coming in the tenth month of the year. It will have naturally thirteen tracks. I mean, those are all true. What you just said. This there. is this is deluded. This is deranged behavior. <laughs> I actually wasn't planning to bring this up. I just saw a few TikToks that were talking. Uh, about of course, this. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the TikTok where the sane where the sane hang out. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> really jumping on me here. God, first it was the Willy Wonka thing, and now this. Um, I'm just excited for more Taylor Swift music, really, above uh-huh. it, above everything else. Like you can, you I could take or leave all the theories and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, this this should be good. I'm I'm waiting for the single. Uh, I would expect a single to be coming out pretty soon. Um, of course, I'll once it comes out, I'll have to share my thoughts on the podcast, as I know everybody everybody wants. Uh, yourself I can't included. wait. I can't wait for Taylor to claim it again. Well, seems, no, we wouldn't play every, it. We wouldn't. Seems play every it. three I weeks, I get a Taylor Swift claim on the podcast for some reason. Well, you brought up the last one. Like I did not send you that. You, that sort of happens organically. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's weird, weird what happens. Um, yeah, I mean, there really isn't that much to say. Like, there's no, there's no track. There's no anything other than the announcement. Yeah, do you so. see people uh, calling her post uh, look like a an antidepressant ad? I yeah, I saw that. I mean, I that okay. Yeah, I guess so. Not really though. <laughs> it's just a melancholy photo. I don't, it, you know, it, it, it's just melodramatic. That whole thing. This is for all the this is for all the mid, midnight lonely hearts or whatever the fuck. Yeah, but that's saying. her thing. And it's though. so it's so. Hacky. That's how she does like her her marketing and stuff. Like that's just how. This is she for does all it. the owners of a lonely heart. Yeah, essentially, essentially. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I don't know why I brought this up. I don't know what I was you ever, expecting. You ever find yourself alone in a crowded room? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I still think there was something to that, um, that whole Phoebe Bridgers thing. 
Um, anyway, the U.S. Open, uh-huh. I saw this uh, the other day, but it was pretty funny. Um, so there's an AP News story. I have been following the U.S. Open, but uh, so the headline here is um, uh, Kurgios, who's a, a, a Australian tennis star, complains of marijuana smell during the U.S. Open win. Um, mm. So, yeah, this player was bothered by what he thought was the smell of marijuana during his match this week. Um, so the article here says... Uh, the Wimbledon runner-up complained during his second round victory uh, about the scent, asking the chair umpire to warn the crowd inside the stadium. And so he says, you don't want to remind anyone not to do it or anything. And that's what he says during a changeover during the second set. Um, uh, yeah, so it, it sounded like the chair umpire uh, responded by saying maybe it's the concessions that you're smelling, like the stadium concessions. Um, yeah, oh, okay. and so he says, obviously, uh, Obviously, I'm not going to complain about food smells. So he doesn't think it was the food. It was marijuana. Um, he did win uh-huh. the match. Uh, however, um, he is asthmatic. So he says, when I'm running side to side, I'm struggling to breathe. Probably not something I want to be breathing in in between points. Somebody, somebody snuck a joint in to the stadium is, is what I'm taking away. They had a vape. Um, and a weed vape. A thing? What? Of course it is. A weed vape? You can smoke weed and vape? I don't know. I've never, I haven't done either. So. Yeah, it's okay. like oil. Is that allowed in like public uh, events? Right. That's no. what I was going to say. I so, think like, people I, doing I, it all the shows we like go to. This felt like a relatable story to me, okay? Because we went to a concert last month mm-hmm. and uh, I was definitely distracted by <laughs> by all the marijuana smell. I mean, it was already a very smoky environment with all the um, very unnecessary... Uh, I don't, I don't know why they were blasting all that smoke into them. Yeah, they were, the, venue, it's, the venue was blasting a lot of smoke, but that's beside the point. So there was a lot of marijuana going around uh, and it's summer, it's hot. Like, I, you just don't need that, yeah. you know? Um, unfortunately, the uh, AP News, when I reached out, did not feel the need to publish a story about my <laughs> uh, complaints sure. during, during the snail mail show. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, I, I sympathize with uh-huh. uh, with this tennis player for sure. Uh, you know, tennis players are known to be very um, rigid and strict about their their sort of like uh, diet yeah. and what goes into um, their, their body. So, you know, secondhand smoke. I think the umpire no ripped no ass good. and he didn't want to admit it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it. I think it's the hot dog over there that, that they're they're eating in the front row. I think it's the concessions. I do think it's funny though that that uh, Kyrgios like identified it as coming from the kitchen. Though that's that's quite the schnoz. Yeah, to be able to identify precisely the source of where it's coming from in in a stadium in an open stadium, they should get him for like yeah, it's pretty uh, remarkable, like SWAT or whatever. And he's probably busy with his yeah. tennis career, but that's yeah, maybe it maybe it's a backup option. So yeah, we'll see how he navigates the rest of the tournament. Um, it looks like he did very well at the last one because he came in second place at Wimbledon, so he should be a, a favorite uh to succeed here. Mm-hmm. Um, as mm-hmm. long as the uh the drugs don't get in the way. I don't know. I mean, I personally speaking, even if I was a, a smoker, I wouldn't want to subject anybody around me to that, like in public. Yeah, spaces. the thing is, people don't give a fuck. I feel like that's to be enjoyed uh, in your own in your own environment, right? Yeah, I think it's also like part of a True. problem. Like you know, like people don't know their own smells. You know what I mean? Like like I probably go right. outside and I right. smell like cat, and I don't even realize how much I smell like cat. But it's just you know, yeah, it's just it's just my environment. 
Mm-hmm. So they probably don't realize how yeah, much they could fucking be. Although smell I think like somebody weed. had to be actively smoking it for this this player to. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Completely. But I'm just saying, people. like, they're so used to that yeah. smell that they don't realize that they're like filling um, up an entire fucking stadium. No, the other thing I found funny about this was just the difference in like tennis culture uh, in like different countries because you have a place like um, is it Wimbledon or, or the French Open is is the most strict where you can't even like you can't even like breathe sometimes without getting like uh, scolded by the chair umpire. You know, and then you come to New York City, mm-hmm. and there's just people yeah. yelling and smoking weed during your during your game. It's like such a different environment. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's really all I've seen about the yep. about the tournament, aside from um, Serena's uh, uh, farewell tour. Here, I saw they lost doubles last night. Um, as we're recording this, uh, Venus and Serena, I think they lost their doubles match. So that's that's mm. officially their final uh, doubles match together, which is a shame. Um, but I think Serena's still going strong in the singles tournament. So this will all be outdated by the time <laughs> by the time mm. we post this. So there's no need for me to, of course to talk about it but uh there we go we'll have a ticker at the bottom of the screen (laughs) look now (laughs) yeah uh so what's this about pants oh i put pants in the show notes um i'm just looking for pants recommendations pants recommendations recommendations if anybody has them um you know, it's becoming fall yeah. again, right? We're kind of drifting into that territory. And I've decided that I am finished with uh, the uh, so-called skinny jeans. I'm I'm, I'm over it. I'm, I'm done with them. Okay. Yeah, that's been sort okay. of a, a staple for me for too long. So are you looking long, to move in the opposite on. direction? Well, the thing is, okay. I don't know. Well, if, I don't know. It's up in the air. That's why well, I If you want to get up. up in the air, I would recommend the parachute pants. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about Jinkos? Uh, G- oh, Jinko Jean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of hoping for more on. serious. I, d- I don't know. I don't know what you're. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. How, I don't do fashion. I don't know. How to what kind of it. pants are you into? I would just wear jeans that fit me and they end up being skinny. Jeans that fit you? Yeah. Okay. So that's just how they. Yeah. Do you ever have the. the the wish that you just had like a uniform. I mean, now. I, I kind of do, but it's not really intentional. I just, I do, I do jeans, but I don't like blue jeans. Uh, so yeah, I yeah. wear like gray and black jeans. I don't know. I mean, I, around the house, I'll wear like, uh, what do they call them? Jogger just, pants. Ironically, I don't, I don't yeah. actually jog in them, but I will wear them when I'm not, when I'm not right. exercising. Yeah. I just wear gym shorts around the house. Yeah. 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 Even during winter? I get hot. Yeah. So what do you what do you look for? Like chinos? What do you look, what I might. Do you, do you, do you, I don't know. I, I have to see know. what kind of direction. Um, I might have to look outside of just jeans. I know there's there's plenty of different types of pants out there. You know, it's a whole world full of them. Yeah, so guess. I'm gonna have to look into yeah. it. Yeah. I see a lot of TikToks about people doing thrift shopping. Uh huh. Seems like do a really you, do uh, you, big. Do thing. Do you really want to wear somebody's old um, pants? Well, if you look at it, if you look at it as like, oh, this is good for like the environment because you're 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 not buying like as far as like resources go, you're you're, yeah. you're not creating any more of them, right? Um, so I like that aspect yeah. of it. I like the uh, idea where you could you just like don't know what you're gonna find, basically. So you want a loot box? <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean like not that you don't know what you're gonna get, but like when you're when you like go to like a thrift store, you don't know like what you might uh-huh. uh, discover. Essentially, yeah. yeah. The thing is, I don't know if there are any good, like good ones around us. I not have good no will, idea. Good I just feel like stores. pants. No, I don't like know that's either. too close for comfort. Is it pants? Like getting getting an old sweater, you know, yeah. at a Goodwill, like fine. Like pants, I don't know. 
Well, the thing is, like, I all my clothes, I I, I wear not one time and I wash them. Like, I'm obsessive in, in that regard. So mm. I don't know. It's not like you know. It's you wash yeah. them before you use them the first. Yeah, time. of course. Like, that's that's a give. That's <laughs> yeah. a given. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't it. be more. No, hot. I wasn't <laughs> expecting you to be. If it was still summertime, I'd take a look at some jorts. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But, yeah. You, uh, need the Ke- you need the Kevin Smith jorts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so pants will be an ongoing Okay, uh, yeah, story, keep me posted. Sure, um, for sure. So you're moving away from the skinny jean, but isn't that like still kind of the style as the skinny jean? Is it? Because I, I've heard differing opinions there. I've heard some really scathing I remember, opinions about really? uh, I remember jeans, when we were in middle actually, school, like yeah. the baggy was the thing. And then when we were in high school, it was the skinny jean. And I thought it's been skinny jeans since then. Maybe, maybe. Um, although I feel like um, trends, like fashion trends, um, are kind of bogus. I feel like if uh-huh. you truly have a sense of style, you are doing your own thing, you know? So I'm not really worried about sure. that too much. Yeah. What, what's the thing where like they, they pull up the pants? Belts? Like you roll them up. No, no, no. Like the, 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 the cuffs. Like you cuff them. Uh-huh. I think the kids well, do that. I, so I watch uh, Big Brother Canada. Okay. Right? Well, you can't. No, and no, I've no, noticed... no, 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 no. You can't, do, <laughs> you can't take Canadians. <laughs> no, I. It's a whole different world. It's a whole well, different world up there. It's only a few hours drive. Um, <laughs> it's a whole different world. No, but I've noticed that the male contestants on Big Brother Canada typically wear jeans that don't, that they only go to like the shin. They don't actually extend down. Those to are the, shorts. No, no, they're, they're sort of like, um, what's the term? Culottes. I, that's, that, that, I've never heard that before. Um, no, it's like a, uh. Oh, I'm blanking on the name. But yeah, so they end just, they, they end at like the ankles. So you get a little bit of, uh, you get, if you're wearing like ankle socks, you get a little bit of, uh, yeah, yeah, skin yeah. Like you but No, these aren't cuffed. That. These are the just, they're do. cut that way. Here, I'll show you some cool lots. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's no. not, that's not what I'm talking about. These are, these are just like normal jeans okay, that just don't extend as far as you would think. Pants. That's not going to. There's a term, there's a specific nope, term for them that I'm completely blanking on, and it's very just frustrating. Me shorts. Yeah, no, these are definitely Some, not Okay, shorts. wait, hold on. Here you go. Something like this. This is what Bronco Henry wears. No, that's too short. That's too short. That's yeah, too that's, short? that's too far in the other direction. That's uh, that's past the knee, though. No, we're talking. He needs to go past talking, the knee. Um, so let's say that the standard pair of jeans uh-huh. ends right at the shoelace, okay? Okay. Go maybe, I don't know, three inches up. Okay, so not not as extreme as that, but like Jeans just, just a li- you get you get some ankle. Short cuff. I don't know where the cuff's coming in here. Because there's no the cuff's the end of the jeans. Up. Oh, oh, is this it? Is that what giving, you call this it? is just giving me Daisy Duke. No, no. See, this okay. is more this How about is more this? subtle. Um This is terrible. Oh yeah, here. it's yeah. Still too, too high. Too high. There's a middle ground there's a middle okay. ground here. Um, what do you call that though? There's a term for that. Women's jeans rolled oh, no, cuff. No, no. See, so there's no. That. Capri Bermuda. Capris. Okay, this is also, again, women's. But so this I is think like this a Capri, is what but not as Capri-ish. Okay. Yeah, that's closer to it. Yep. They wouldn't be like the, the, the yeah, men. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like the, the, rolled, the rolled they, cuff, They wear though. sneakers, so it's more the. the I that's, don't know. That's yeah. like, that's like yeah, some Huckleberry Finn shit. Cuff, or you could just have it like fit that way to that length you know i don't know yeah maybe yeah yeah i mean that's, I that's what they're doing know. north of the border yeah, just you know, giving me women stuff even though that I seems to be in in fashion capri pants no not pants short see it, i don't think i don't think it goes long enough i don't know why this dude's all right this dude's just digging his ass i think but. 
Those are not, sh- they're too long to be shorts. No, that's definitely, that's like, those look this, like shorts. The series of DMs mm, looks like a it's fucking... borderline. That's it. That's it right there. Except, that's so, it? yeah, pretty much. I mean, some of the, like, I feel like that's even a you bit walk higher. Around like this? Oh, I'm not okay, saying here you I go. Want here you go. This, just, this is whenever you're walking what I've around seen. the sand dunes. Here you go. You'll look like, oh, there uh, you go. yeah. My, my, my issue here, though, is that um, I don't particularly like baggy pants either. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you don't want skinny and you don't want baggy. It's tough. It's like, where does that lead? I don't know. You know, I mean, this dude's wearing sandals, too. That's a, yeah. <laughs> so, a rough look. So this is like your business look then. I don't know why it's giving me two. Um, again, this is I'm just telling you what I see it from from Canadians. I'm not saying uh-huh. I want to wear the these Canadians. Uh huh. Some of these are yeah, incredibly no, this, no. tight. This series of DMs. I feel like we're being put on a list. I don't know what kind of list it is, but it's a list. I I, but you don't want right. the baggy. Okay, so then this. I don't know why you want to show your ankles like you're a, a naughty uh, 20th century <laughs> woman. Yeah, I think you're hitting on on a lot of them now. Like this is what I was talking about when I was talking about the big uh-huh. Canada people. This is like a Mumford and Son. Sure. Maybe maybe the end result here I, is just no pants. That's a that's a <laughs> a look. Yeah. Might get you picked up on some charges, but it's a look. Yeah, I don't know. Pants are tough. I remember I was trying to get like shorts that were not like gym shorts, but were also not like oh my stupid God. like I, I baggy cargo like, shorts. Uh, yeah, see, I'm not happy with the shorts I have either, but I I kind of consider that to be a future problem now that we're... I mean, it's still hot, but we're moving into a right. different season. So yeah. I'm like, I'm going to put yeah, that on see, the Yeah, see, that was me last year mm-hmm. when I was trying to figure out my shorts issue. All right, so we'll leave it there. Pants. We'll leave the pants situation there. <laughs> yeah. um, if you have any pants suggestions... Video oh, that'd be fantastic. Because that... Because this segment is definitely making the cut. Oh, you don't think this is good? Uh, what did I just say? It's definitely. Oh, it sounded sarcastic. Oh, it's definitely making the cut. Just like those culottes are definitely making the cut. Um, yeah, that's good. <laughs> good to do it for us. We gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I feel like we started off so well, and then I know. And then I got I know, to the Taylor probably Swift Some, something about Taylor Swift. Yeah. I, I get angrier and angrier now. I don't know what it is. Um, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you so much for checking us out. Really do appreciate it. Uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Dinner Road. Check out the Facebook at Facebook.com slash Dinner Road. TV, Twitch.tv slash Dinner Road TV, where we do a live show once a month. And I'll be streaming Final Fantasy 14 raids because fuck my life. Um, YouTube search for Dinner Road TV, where we do the stream archives, full episodes, and clips whenever I remember to put them on YouTube now because I put them on social media. Yeah, I gotta work my shit out. I'm slacking uh and i probably mentioned at the beginning but um yeah we're trying out new thing for the vods the live streams so anytime i gotta cut it down because of weird copyright infringement from a and e networks or viacom or whoever's trying to eat my lunch they'll go up on the site video.denadroad.co so you can see the full uncut version of us ragging on weird 10 year old reality tv and uh the cut down version so it can actually legally be up on youtube will be up on youtube and that's how that'll work um so yeah that's how that's gonna work uh thank you for listening we'll catch you on the next one all right i'm gonna go put some pants on